1: Good morning San Diego, welcome to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ and KPRZ. I am David Ross along with Mark Mahadi and George Allman. Ken is taking the morning off and now since that light is illuminated, that means, gentlemen, we are on the air. Good morning. Good morning.
2: Good morning.
1: Did you notice how beautiful and clear it was this morning?
2: I did yesterday and the day before as well. It's been gorgeous yeah, out the last couple of days.
1: Yeah, but this is Saturday radio. I don't care about yesterday and really? the day before. It's did it's you clear. notice it this morning?
2: So if we talk about anything else today, you cannot go backwards, just so you know.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> this is only with this morning. Okay. It's air, that, the it's sky.
2: gorgeous out, yes. Crystal clear.
1: Did you look up for the meteors? Meteor.
2: I did not. But you did. No,
1: I didn't. I did. I didn't see anything. I mean, I saw a beautiful crystal clear sky with lots of well, stars you, and planets. You,
3: you followed the instructions of the guy on TV. That yes,
1: told. yes. I went, uh, I went to the local news who told me if you want, for best viewing, <laughs> for best viewing of the Lyrid meteor shower, to go outside and look up. Now, they didn't mention to do it at night, but I think that would be a good tip before sunrise or after sunset and before sunrise. Um, but normally they give you a, a quadrant. Yeah,
2: or yeah. even low in the it's sky. It's coming from or, the right.
1: whatever constellation, right. and that's where you should look. But I didn't see any, but I only gave it like a whole minute. I didn't really. You should
2: have wrapped that up by saying, stop me if I get too technical, but just go outside and look up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so for those of you who want to try and see it, I think tonight is the peak night, so I shouldn't have wasted my time last night this morning but i'll save it for tomorrow so go outside and look up did we in now may we go back for just a moment in time to yesterday and the day before i thought i thought we don't care about that just the night sky okay or morning sky what a great what great weather we've had
3: yeah it got hot
1: yeah and people came out to, to shop it's it's Spring. Spring has what?
2: I was going to say, Mark said it got hot, but I, I've welcomed it. It's been so cold Correct. and gray and rainy, and and I I love the rain. We need it, but it was so persistent. It was just nice to have several days of nice sunshine and warmth. I actually sat,
3: broke
1: out the shorts.
3: I sat out in the backyard yesterday.
2: Right.
1: I totally agree, but now I'm starting to look for the for- through yeah, the yeah. forecast for a they, little bit of rain. Could exactly. we have another storm? Because I don't want to water. Why can be both? Yes. yes. Yeah. Por qué no los dos?
2: Exactly. It can be both. Um,
1: we do need both, and it would be nice to see a rainstorm in the forecast, but we do not have one. We're supposed to have nice weather. Uh, an increase in the onshore flow is coming this week, which will cool down the coasts and... Western valleys? It it is
2: going to drop a little bit. I mean, we're going to see some high 60s, mid to high 60s later next week, right? Oh, good. I'll be able
1: to wear my long pants again. This short weather is killing me.
2: (laughs) And everyone else around you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Allman. That was very, very, very kind of you. You're to help. Um, I have started watering. Have you guys?
2: I I started watering the, the newer fruit trees that I put in. The established stuff, not yet. But we do have, I don't know the number, five or six new plants in the ground and I went out and made sure they had some additional moisture yesterday uh,
1: alongside my driveway I have a row of citrus trees and they it's a very warm exposure and they are on the north side of the driveway so they get the radiated heat from the asphalt and they look like they want water and I scratch the soil surface and it's, it's moist, moist but moisture. the trees look like please hey. give me some water so I watered them but i they they're showing me that they the weather it. is warm and they yeah. want it, but yeah. it doesn't really look like it. Uh, the soil does right. look like it has moisture in it.
2: Does that have mulch on it? I assume. No,
3: of course not.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Were you <laughs> asked were you talking to I me? I was talking to Mark. I didn't realize okay. you were
2: here. So, um, <laughs>
1: no, there's the area, well, in one area there's a very thin space between my driveway and the neighbor's fence, and that is not answering your question, but that is my excuse as to mulching. why there's not mulch there. Okay.
2: I uh, so in general, are you an advocate of mulch on your fruit I trees? Am. Okay. Just checking.
1: And you know, I did something new this this spring. The the weeds have been crazy and I have been mowing them, collecting them, and using them as a mulch around my fruit trees. And it has to be helping. It has kept the weeds down in those the basins. There's no weeds coming unless there were seed heads
2: on exactly. on those weeds well, that you put down because you may be waiting next year. You yeah. Make, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. But
1: if I hadn't, they'd still be there. Oh,
2: agreed. Agreed.
1: You know, I do the smart aleck commentary I, here. You're. We're, we're, I, where? What happened? Uh, it's is it a, because I'm sitting in Ken's chair? Yes. This exactly. Yeah. I'm not.
2: I usually look You're at you target. over here. Yes. Um, I, I I use weeds as well. I mean, I'll throw them in the compost and, and decompose them, and sometimes they get some. If it doesn't get hot enough and they don't break down, you end up with some seeds out of the compost. generally I I use them regularly.
1: In my own defense, <laughs>
2: because nobody no one else, else is here is standing up
1: for me. um... The last batch uh, last week and this week I've been mowing again, but most of the weeds have seed heads on them, and those yeah. I'm throwing in the recycling and during the season, while it was mostly just foliage and flowers, I was using that, but right. these right. fair right. you know the the weed that gets those little like spears on yeah, them, like and then green those fill thing, from, yes. curly Q, yeah. do you know what they're called
2: i do I, i'll look it up okay you like, don't I do have remember to. what it is we but had one on our counter, Capri had brought it in the other day
1: those are. They really formed in a vengeance. They dried and formed these last two weeks that we've had no rain. Mm-hmm. And that I have been throwing into the recycling. They
2: get into your socks quite yeah. easily.
1: And dog's ears yes. and yeah. paws. And yeah. Yeah. I put so much greens recycling in the cans. When I got home, uh, let's see, trash day is Wednesday. So Thursday mor- a Thursday afternoon I get home and there's an orange card on the edge of my trash can and i thought oh no i put too much in there and they didn't take them and i get out and look at it and it says you're about to be canceled for non-payment and i called them and i have it on auto pay and i had gotten no notices and i what the heck well i had forgotten in december i Got rid of the card. I canceled the card that I had on auto pay, so they haven't been paid since December, and they've and just yet. Been, they still been taking. A they've track. been taking That's very my. Generous. Of them. I, I thought so too. Thank you, Edco. That was very kind of you. I I felt like a fool, yeah. for lack of a better word, because that happens. It it fits, You're but right. anyway. So I we're, we're clear. They are. This we're, is, we're even, Steve, I paid is my.
2: Garden talk, and there are financial shows on this station, but just as a as an aside, you went and fixed everything else that was on auto pay, right? Uh, That that was the only one on that card. But making sure.
1: We were talking about my greens recycling, so this does tie in. And the weed seeds, the weed heads that are in there that you were admonishing me for putting around my fruit trees.
2: I was just making you aware. I I wasn't admonishing because I, too... Were you needling me? (laughs) I, too, do that as well, also.
1: Okay. Um, I, on a semi-related but unrelated note, got a text from Kevin Granjetto this week that he was concerned that there weren't enough bees on his, uh, avocado trees as they were blooming. And I have been noticing, I have tons of blooms on all my citrus and the macadamia open this week. And oh, some wow. of the avocados are starting and the, the macadamia is just overbearing with the fragrance. But yeah, I love that. as soon as the weather warmed up, the bees were everywhere and they were staying even after sunset right. or it was, they were right. still out cause it was warm and it's been really cool, even though we haven't had any rain for two or three weeks. It's been cool, and bees don't like that. They're like Mark; they like it warm and toasty. Absolutely. My, yeah. yeah. Have you guys paid any attention to your well, pollination? I've, and
2: I have. We we have a hive on the property, and we've I've seen a lot of bees. Like you, you mentioned last week or the week prior that the you, you saw them on your gervilia but not on your. Yeah, they property. were mocking me. Right. You could see them so, pointing and yeah, laughing. I think they're just going to wherever the, you know, the, the best nectar source at the moment, but I we have the bees are everywhere on the property right now. All of my fruit trees, everything that I didn't think I saw pollinators on have fruit that have formed. So, they're they're there. They were just doing it probably when I wasn't watching.
3: Right. Near
1: work.
2: Yeah, I was at work and they were working.
1: Well, that's good. I noticed this week or just these last couple of days they're really out in abundance right. but the, I think this might be the best bloom I've had on my macadamia ever it is a solid curtain of, mm, I, of flower spikes of cat catkins right? Those are
3: yeah,
2: spectacular they, they are. they're very pretty yeah. and they're incredibly fragrant and it, they're just a neat looking yeah, plant I, yeah. the
1: fragrance off that tree is 30-40 yeah. feet it wafts uh, all up and down the driveway good wind Yep. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's, it's
2: unbelievable. They're neat, great plant yep. to have, and they do so well here. Yep, they,
3: they do,
1: and I think they too have enjoyed the yes, the, the clean, clean water, clean water a- in, now, in
2: in copious amounts. Yes, yeah.
1: the uh, macadamia doesn't look like it notices that it's warm, right? But the citrus trees look totally different than newest. Right. The newest growth just has a little more of a stressed look.
2: I think the macadamias can take a bit of drought and, and you know lack of water and still provide and do quite well
1: i need to put a grotto behind there is such a solid wall of flowers i just there's probably thousands of spikes and each of those spikes contains yeah. dozens of flowers right and the bees that you can hear the tree humming yeah i love that from yeah, many used, feet away used to stand on the deck by a house and listen to it yeah oh you know, I think that macadamia tree is gone, not to, to ruin your... Oh, really? I'm thinking about, no, well, maybe not. Where that accessory dwelling unit I <laughs> saw might have ha- had a macadamia. Ooh. Do you
2: have a macadamia? We do. The The one in, in Poway is, is younger, and it was a seedling, so it hasn't started flowering yet. The one in Rancho Penasquitos is... is oh, forever. Forever. forever, and it does very well, yep.
1: yeah. Have you been back to see it recently?
2: I went back there a couple of weeks ago to talk about getting a fence installed, so.
1: Um, You just reminded me, because it is warmer, I watered a couple of my avocado trees, all of the new trees, yesterday morning, prior to the heat, and if you didn't water things that are not established coming yeah. into this heat, it is supposed to start waning a little bit, but I would... I'd go out this morning and water anything before. We're expecting mid-80s again today, It's going to be warm today as well. So getting ahead of it is always a good idea. Yeah.
2: Always. Do you have avocados on the ranch? No. I have a surprise at the PQ property. I
1: I am surprised. (laughs) I, too, am surprised that you have not planted an avocado in Poway.
2: Well, we have everything else, and there's a neighbor that has a bunch and tons of avocados and so. this is a Friends. neighbor with yes. whom you are friendly yeah, exactly. we are
1: friendly yes do well, I,
2: you know what i take that back i i we have You're a, not friendly no we are friendly i think we have a gem in a pot that i'm nursing along that was given to me and it just it just it's very small in a pot i remember so, that
1: yeah i um have another one of the avocados that i nursed for over a year in the pot i planted it finally this winter and it doesn't look happy I don't know if I left enough roots on it. It, What variety? It is a Jan Boyce. Okay. And it is 10 feet, maybe 15 feet from my gem, which looks fantastic. It's starting to bloom and it is gorgeous. Um, If you have a gorgeous gem and want to talk about it, give us a call. You're listening to Garden Talk. If you'd like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back. Right after this
0: Get your gardening questions answered by calling eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 1170 Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we are back.
1: With Garden Talk, AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ. I am David Ross, along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Welcome back. If you would like to give us a call, I knew there was something I was supposed to say. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. We'd love, maybe, to hear from you. <laughs> no, we would. We would. Yeah. We would. No, maybe. no maybes No about... if, buts, or ands about it. Or maybes. All right. Rain. We haven't had any, but we are still suffering the consequences of a wet winter, are we not?
2: And the benefits of a wet
3: winter. We're not
1: suffering the benefits.
2: No, no, but we have some tremendous benefits, and I tend to focus on the positive.
1: He does. Since when? Since always. Okay. He's George. Okay, tell me the positives. Our and then, reservoirs and are filling up. The snow. Mark and I'll go, mark and I'll, <laughs> and I'll take we'll the counterpoints. Right <laughs> exactly. We can. Yeah. The trees Suck look a lot better. Right our
2: yards have more water available to the trees. True, the healthier water, so much better. and the and all of our water supplies are filling back up to, to to levels that they didn't anticipate that we'd ever get back to.
1: That's really neat. Yeah. What does that have to do with your yard and garden?
2: It's rain. I have health. I have much better um, starts to the season on my trees. Yeah. So now I just have to maintain them.
1: Well, that is, as Mark would say, the dirty little secret. Uh, Roses look really good right now.
2: But you have to maintain them. And now
1: if you want to keep them looking that way, there's more you have to do. Um, I've kind of noticed a few downsides to all this. As did I. What were... were... Two
2: two things. Snails and slugs are far more abundant than in the past, uh, and peach leaf curl despite my spraying those are my two real negatives how about yourself
1: well that's a pretty easy name those aren't that bad
2: those that's all i have i'm well, let's sorry let's
1: go let's go to mark I, mark bring us down
3: uh, no I, I, I you're okay slug, yeah everything's going well
1: everything looks really good yeah. well what do you guys do for snails and slugs slug other up. i squish them i walk on them
2: well i do as well but you know, I'm not out there at night on two acres squishing every single one. And they they get into all of the, the shrubberies and everything that's yeah. <laughs> bring me a shrubbery. shrubbery. I, I shouldn't have went there. Um any of the low-growing ground covers are just, you know, they're yeah. they're inundated in there. So I, I put snail bait out. I, I do use Sluggo a plus in the vegetable garden and around the roses because of the earwigs. Uh yeah. the, the plus is a great helpful <laughs> right. additional ingredient there to take care of earwigs. Um, I use quarries, which is almost the same thing as <clears throat> as o plus, as far as the active ingredient for the snails. But and there slugs.
1: are two types of quarries. Oh, is there? Did they? Well, the quarries used to be slug and snail death, and it used oh. to be not yeah. iron phosphate. Right, right. now, this the, you're the, talking about the I, safe, the safe okay. one that's
2: safe around pets, dogs, oh, okay. neighbors, kids. And I all don't that.
1: know if they still have the other one, but in yeah. my mind, they do. That so. the that's me, the only was one that I metaldohide? remember. That's the Methaldehyde, one yeah. Okay,
2: and that's that's an incredibly effective snail. Right. What, what do I want to use? Kill. Uh, no, killer. Eliminator. 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 When you, when you put that down and come back the next morning, you're a general in a civil war. I mean, they're just <laughs> snails everywhere, right in the same spot. But when you use the organics and the right. and the other quarries, they ingest it and they go away to die at another place, another the, to, time. To, so to you just compost. Don't feel, to yeah, mulch for you. So yeah. you don't feel that you're you're winning, but you you actually are. You're winning that battle.
1: There are very strong chemicals that are. Right. Dangerous to people and pets that are much quicker at eliminating the, the the hazard. The threat. The threat, thank you. And then there's other ones that take a little bit longer, but they're much safer. safer they're safe for, for, for people and day. pets and they're good for your soil.
3: Right, right. Good point.
1: <clears throat> that was the sluggo, Sluggo plus and uh, as Kevin was telling us, Sluggo max. And I did look it up. It's it's a stronger concentration and you get it, it goes much further. Right. So the same quantity is, I think, covers three times the area of Sluggo regular or Sluggo plus.
2: Do you use it, either of you? I do. I I know that when Farmer Roy teaches classes for us, he he always recommends putting it out when you first plant uh, because it's very effective at protecting your plants. Yeah, exactly.
1: I, I was doing a yard doctor this week, and there was a ton of damage on the new growth of citrus trees, and it would. A couple of trees that came to mind were the uh, Mexican lime trees, and they frequently don't have much foliage. They're one of the trees that will lose a lot of their yeah, leaves in the winter. Yeah. But then I got up more closely, and there was a bunch of dead new growth at the tips. And I found the slime trails, and then I looked more closely, and there were snails all over these trees. And the, the trees were on a hillside or on a bank that was surrounded by ground cover. Okay. which gives the snails yeah. and slugs a place to go hide and it was just the trees were a snail magnet and they were there was a lot of damage you could see the the outer bark layers had been eaten off in areas and it's a I haven't had that much of a problem with snails and slugs but right. this was a real. A real problem. So when you were saying we should talk about snails and slugs, and I come on, now I realize it's it's relevant.
2: It's very relevant. And and several years ago, we spoke of it. You know, we have the regular brown garden slug that goes up your tree, eats some branches, some leaves, and then goes back to hide to wherever it lives. You know, for the for the for the rest of the day, and then comes back out. In parts of San Diego and my my home in PQ in that area, there's an invasive snail. I think it's called Theba or Theba paizan or Pisana. Not paisano from the old um, it from, from the your old home country yeah. It's, yeah from my peoples um and it is it is incredibly first of all, very produ- they they produce like you have them everywhere reproduce they they you'll have thousands of them in your yard but they what's more destructive about them is they don't have to hide at the end of their work shift of eating your plant so they eat all night and they just clamp where they are on the tree and they stay there throughout oh, the sunshine wow. if it gets overcast and, and and moist they just start eating again but they'll stay there so when night comes they just pick up where they left off
1: and they don't have to do they don't have to deduct they d- travel, they time. Don't have travel time travel <laughs> time
2: and they don't go to a different plant they just stay there till they devour and that i've lost some significant portions of citrus in pq because of those snails interesting right? that's
1: very sad yeah. very very sad so
2: to that copper tape. I know that people okay. say it doesn't work. I, I've shown pictures to you of copper tape around my fruit trees. And as long as you don't have any weeds touching it or the branches touching the ground, I've had this barrier where I've taken pictures of those snails all gathered around the bottom piece of that tape, but never going over it.
1: That's yeah. excellent. Yeah. I did notice on our Facebook page. in the uh, citrus trees uh, at this property, there were snails that had stayed up. The brown snails, the common brown if, snails. If there's
2: enough coverage. And yeah. you
1: have to look in the trees because they're not going to go down to the ground to be affected by Sluggo, Sluggo Plus, or Sluggo Max. They're going to stay up there and just continue eating your trees. So as part of your snail control regimen, you'll need to physically go remove them. Absolutely. And you're going to have to do that with the white paisanos with your with your <laughs> brethren. Eva Paisana, yes. Yeah. Um I
2: used to I used to pay my children when they were younger to pick them. Yeah. And I would give them like 50 cents for a little water bottle and they're smaller. So they could fit right in. And I would give 13, $14 on a weekend (laughs) on that little half acre property. Well,
1: Well, way back when, I know you remember when I was the KNSD gardener way back in time. And we did a segment on snails and I brought in a bunch of snails and this was when we were doing the segment downtown on the on the patio out, right. outside of the studio there and we talked about snail controls and then i said and if all else fails you can do this and the camera cut to my two kids who were young i mean they were probably seven or eight years old and then they just started jumping up and down and stomping and squishing <laughs> the snails and that didn't go over well well, I thought it was hilarious, well, of but of course it is. in but... retrospect, I mean we were talking about it, and it almost or could have been the last segment we ever did, and I apparently people were semi-horrified by that snail control method, but nobody took a different angle to cut to a different camera. They just kept it on my kids' feet just right. it was just <laughs> their feet and snails. and uh, well, I don't do that on on air anymore. And, and then one time we were walking to school at Madeline and there yeah. was a little brick wall over some ivy there and the snails were everywhere yes. coming over the wall. It looked like an army invasion from a Bugs Bunny commercial. Well, and kids wouldn't do that anymore. They yeah. they we don't they yeah. were saddened by that. It was very sad. <laughs> very very sad. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for. We're, I, there's something I, I, bubbling well, up in there, Mister Allman. But I don't what, know what is I, it? No, I'm, I'm just, okay, I'm you don't thinking, want this to be your last this, segment on today, the radio. Yeah, let's just <laughs> move, move forward. Okay. Have uh, yesterday. I'm going to move forward in this same vein with the rain. We had a customer come in with geranium leaves, and there was a white powder on the edge of the leaves, and she wanted to know what the bug was, and it was pollen. And oh. it was pollen that was accumulating only in certain areas on the on the leaves where the dew would collect, and then the pollen would blow into it. I've had a lovely um, allergy season. Thank goodness for AllerTech for my for my generic Zyrtec. Um, it works very well, and I had to share some yesterday with one of my coworkers. Have you guys noticed? Well, first of all, the pollen on the foliage, furniture. Cars, cars cars is and what I'm do noticing are that. either of you affected by the no the I, have the
2: minor, I have minor yeah. I, i'll i take a zyrtec or something periodically but certainly not on a daily basis I, I have to yeah
1: and if i wake up feeling like i don't need it you i have two bottles one, 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 one at, at like, home and one at work because i feel oh i'm great today but then when the previous days wears off i realize because my my head starts to change and i sure. take one and yeah. it works very well for it. me right right I was seeing it on the leaves, and this person was sure it was a, that it was a bug or right. it was a problem, a fungus, and it, it wiped right off. I, and And they had one leaf where it was only on the edge, so it looked like a frosted geranium leaf. But the other leaf that they didn't show me, it was streaked throughout. I mean, it looked exactly like pollen on a leaf. right. You don't care. Nodding no, your head I, is not helpful in radio, George. Well, charge. I'm waiting for you. To, you're looking yeah. for
2: approval. I, I agree with you. Yes, if, I'm looking yes. for approval. Yes. Yeah, yes. Will you thank? Yes. Okay. All right. No, wow. I, I was going to. I was going to add to that in that we were down. I was at the our non-fruiting mulberry tree on the property, and you know how they puff out the the pollen, kind of like shoots out, and this it was the sun was low in the sky in the evening, and I was on the east side of it looking west, and I just started seeing. Puffs of pollen just be being ejected from the tree. It was.
1: Did it cause you?
2: No, I was on the east side. It was blowing to the west, and and I was trying to capture it on the camera, and it just didn't work. It was yeah, I couldn't get the timing down right, but it was it was really neat to watch.
1: Well, I don't know how many times you've told me it's all about timing. It, it is right? about timing. And it was that that was just humor though, right? That was for, okay. for comedic um, effect. I have two spicy nectar plums at home one with peach leaf curl all over it and one without we've seen a lot of peach leaf curl this year and people still don't Some a lot of people don't know what peach leaf curl is and they think it's It's a radiation product because the leaves distort and bubble and they look
3: yeah disgusting yes
1: but the plants are going to grow through it
3: right
2: i've sprayed one application of copper this year just due to timing and availability of me to do it and the rain and then some more rain and then more rain. And so I got one application and, and my spicy plum, our spicy plum, looks horrible. I don't think there's a straight, single, nice looking leaf on the entirety of the tree.
1: Well, mm. you know, I'd like to talk to you about that. I really, really would. I'd but, like to do it right now, but but I can't.
2: You can't, and I'll wait. I'll come back okay. to it.
1: If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. You are listening to Garden Talk here on AMO 1170 KCBQ, and KPRZ will be back right after this. We are back with more Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ. Is it okay if this is not my favorite song? back oh, absolutely. The background noise is kind of like, I don't know, traffic or something. I, I, I'm going to have to talk to us about this. May I?
2: Please do. Make a note of it.
1: If you would like to... Oh, you know... I made a point of finding the cursor before we went on the air this morning. So you that lost if- it. No, so, no, it's here.
2: So you're here. professional. Yes, right.
1: but nobody's called, so I don't need the cursor. Now, when I when I don't know where the cursor is, people call. People call. Why do they not call when I know where the cursor is? Is that the there's, cursor of this, of the radio there. business? Yeah, uh, but I'm bumped. Just uh, if, with you. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. Um, some might say, yeah, I know we were just talking about professionals, um, <laughs> present company excluded. excluded, but at the top of the hour, we didn't talk about the classes now that some might think that that's because
2: an administrative oversight.
1: Yes. But or, others might think we're just trying to change things up a little bit. You know, Mix it up. Some people
2: or, aren't. <clears throat> it, you know, it's an early show start on Saturday morning at six o'clock, six oh three, whatever time it starts. And some people are still getting their coffee, and they miss the classes, and so they six thirty is a better time. Yeah, to tell. we
1: get so many calls at the nursery during the week saying, "I wish you could do the, the classes a little bit later." Right, like maybe yeah. halfway through the show. Yes, yeah. so, so so here we do are. Do we have
2: any classes? <laughs> we do um, in San Diego. While there is no class today in San Diego, I thought you just
1: said we did have yeah. classes. Hang on, I'm
2: going to fix this. Oh, So okay. while there is no class in San Diego today, they are doing it tomorrow. Okay, so we'll get to that in a second. So, no class in San Diego. At 9.30 in Poway, we have Felco Tools. It's going to be a cleaning and repairing <laughs> workshop. And I think we still have some seats open on that. We do. And, and Wouldn't so... it have
1: been better to do this one first and then say that it's going to happen No, no in that's San Diego where tomorrow? I'm going with this. That's well, why I'm I... saying it. Okay, go ahead. So Sorry.
2: No class in San Diego today at 9.30, Felco Tools. Now, tomorrow in San Diego, they are doing their Felco Tool. At 9, at nine o'clock tomorrow in San Diego. On Sunday, they're doing their class on felco tool maintenance with jennifer
1: okay so just to to repeat no class today in san diego, in san diego but Correct. they are doing in san diego tomorrow what, what we, are we are doing, are doing in Poway in Poway. and and
2: the reason that's important is there are people who have tools that they want to get repaired and if they didn't bring them with them today they have the opportunity to bring it to san diego tomorrow um to whom i'm just as are a are general a as shot a, as a general statement for people yeah
1: i think i, ha- I have the the new handles in my drawer but i don't think i brought my shears with me
2: again you have the opportunity to do that tomorrow in san diego in san diego
1: i guess never put off until tomorrow what you can do today today does not apply in this instance no not today are there any classes next week
2: there are on saturday the april 29th at nine o'clock it's bonsai basics in san diego with richard and in poway it's fertilizer basics with richard wright and I'm not oh. sure if it's the same Richard or not. It doesn't I think say, it's two different Richards. Yeah, I'm going to go
1: out on a limb and say dose Two different Richards, Richards yes. correct. Okay, okay. Anything else?
2: That's it. Can we the come back term. to let's me go now? Back, let's come back to, to uh, the fungus on the nectarines and peach. Is peaches. it a fungus? It is a fungus. Peach leaf curl is fungal? It really is. Okay. Hence the treatment or um, preventative measures being a fungicide like copper. So you were
1: uh, f- lamenting. I was going to say complaining, but it wasn't really. Well, yeah, whatever. You. Um, you were talking about your spicy nectar which has beautiful red foliage, and how Not awful right now, it looks.
2: Right. Well,
1: I have one that has a lot of peach leaf curl, but you don't notice it because there's no contrast. You can't. It's you have to look for it on the on my spicy. Really, I, I will. Yes. I
2: will bring right. some pictures in later today. They are so deformed so, that you it doesn't look like a, tr- a regular leaf from a nectarine or peach and not because they have the little you know burnt pizza crust edges that a typical peach leaf curl has it they they are so curled
1: do you ever remember way back Mm. when in school when the the movie would stop and then the the film would start to bubble yes that's what i think of when i see peach leaf curl yeah Yeah. that that's happening the slide is burning up
2: on on the few other trees i have an august uh, beauty that has some uh, peach that has some peach leaf curl on it, you know it's the edges. You know the the, the bottom part starts bubbling up like yeah. you just described. Yeah. On my spicy nectar plum, it is like wrapped up and curled. It looks almost like there like all these insects got in and, and yeah. it wrapped well, it up. I've that is that one that of the downsides, exactly. right?
1: Because the insects can get in and then you, yeah. the controls don't get in. But I planted a new spicy nectar plum this year, and it has not a speck of peach leaf curl on it now we've talked about what a terrible malady this is and you have not what do you do about it george mark what do we do
2: right now nothing, nothing. it's too late you missed your opportunity right that's so sad it's very sad do you know what contributes to it what what is the what favors the disease
1: i would say cool wet cool, weather wet
2: weather. and you know what we've had all year uh, up cool. until recently <laughs> oh i know <laughs> you cool wet weather and it's i think it's even
1: those yeah. who sprayed probably still are suffering. Some, yeah. or their plants are right. Um, but they will grow through it. And this weather that we're having right now—the warm, clear, dry, sunny weather—I'm already starting to see some new growth that's coming out clean. Have you noticed that on yours? Not, are you still focused yet. on I'm, the negative? I'm,
2: I'm focused. That, you know, I did say I'm an optimist, but I am yeah, focused on that. the negative on this one. I'm very focused on it. That's that's awful. That's awful. no. So you know, in October, November, December, we we. Right tout the idea of going out doing dormant sprays on your trees oil for overwintering insects and then yeah, copper or liquid cop for the the antifungal properties and i only again i only had the opportunity opportunity to do it once i would
1: submit to you, you had more opportunities you just not did not take advantage i went to of work them. that day when it was nice i'm okay. sorry okay.
2: yeah or i was on the midway that day sorry. when it was nice please, so please i did continue. miss i did miss some opportunities did you spray at all
1: I did. I sprayed once, and I, I think we talked about it here on the air. I went and got a LiquiCop ready to spray, and it was that limited window that was open. I went home one day after work, and I went and sprayed all the trees one time.
2: I'm going to and- have the, the court read back. Yeah. where you said I didn't have the opportunity, and you just said that you only had the No, first.
1: I said I took advantage of the opportunity. The one
2: opportunity, the same one that I took, apparently, yeah. and there were no others, I guess. Well, I didn't say there were oh, no okay. others. Right. Did I say Continue, that? Continue, please. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I guess we don't need my sister to call into snark. I can no, do this with well, you. I'll be here all day. Um, <laughs> to try the chipped beef. <laughs> yeah. uh, tip- whoa, whoa. Oh, oh we were... T- so you sprayed, and a lot of people regularly spray, and sometimes they still get peach leaf curl.
2: Correct. Right. Now and I know that you you benefit from spraying more than once during the the dormant season and I you know I failed. I was so proud of
1: myself for actually doing it this right. one time and now you're not giving me Okay, give you, a partial, oh, credit, yeah, you partial credit. Partial credit.
2: Okay. Thank now you. Let, let's go back though. You said you planted you planted a new one and that one doesn't have It, it is so totally clean and so, it looks so fantastic.
1: So why? I'm not sure but I'm guessing that the growers who do the dormant spray before they ship spray with a stronger or or Something.
2: maybe multiple applications it maybe been, yeah
1: yeah but i i would i would submit to you that that is probably less likely because they dig them and yeah, store true, them and true. so yeah. so they spray them into dormancy they spray them and treat them and then they like store gold. them right. so and i'm wondering if it was a, a much smaller tree fewer nooks and crannies and sure. Probably easier to get more thorough coverage instead of me doing it um, half... Haphazardly? Haphazard, thank you. I was trying not to say half something. So haphazard is a much better way of saying it. And that probably contributed to it as well. Um, You mentioned with the leaf curl, it looks like they've had insects. Have you seen the insect infestations get into those? Or well, I, I'm used I have to plums time, yeah. beginning to look like they have leaf curl, which they don't, and they because have they have aphids. exactly. Able, yeah, yeah.
2: My, uh, my peaches. I mean, my plums do that as well. But uh, I'm starting to see some insects in there because I went out and did a, an oil spray the other day, horticultural oil on the spicy nectar plum. Not for the peach leaf curl, but because I started to see some insects, and I know that I need to get ahead of it as right. best I can.
3: Mm-hmm. But I yeah, used to people would bring the leaves into the nursery and you unroll, you know, yes, roll. you unfurl them exactly or crack them open, right, and you'd see the insects in there, yes,
2: but like you were saying, David, <clears throat> I'm surprised that people don't know about peach leaf girl at this point, you know we have so many people come in with bags of leaves, right, when, and so it's peach leaf curl, okay, what can I do? nothing, so again, Nothing. this time yeah. is yeah yeah and, of the, and we and we we. We put it in, on our Facebook page for, you know, every year about spraying. And then we talk about it on the radio. It's probably in the newsletter. Right. Um, and it just it you, doesn't seem to get out there.
3: Usually, like I said, I used to recommend spraying it three times. I mean, like, again, you can, yes. do, you can only do what you can do. But November,
1: uh, December, January. Exactly. October, November, December, something like that. Yeah, exactly.
2: Well, well like, next year I'm going to start a little bit earlier on the in anticipation of poor weather in January.
1: I'm going to give uh, people... A little bit of latitude here. Some grace.
2: Because they well, may
1: know what peach leaf curl... They may know the peach leaf curl and the peaches and nectarines it, get it, but they yeah. may never have seen it. Correct. And not know that it looks like a, yeah. a tree I mean, that I'm has sure. nuclear... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fallout? Fallout. <laughs> results of <laughs> nuclear fallout.
2: Perhaps. Okay, you think? You're, you're, Does that... You're a kind man, so... Yeah. We'll,
1: no, not we'll, often. No. Not usually. <laughs> in
2: this right case. But right now, I'm feeling case. generous. All right. We'll offer some grace to people.
1: So... I guess we should. Should we describe it, or have we done enough of that? I think we've done that. Yeah. Okay. It would look like taking play doh and pulling it out, stretching it out, and pushing it out, and kind of elongating the leaf. Would you agree with that?
2: Yes. Yes. That's then, one, one way to describe it.
3: Yeah.
2: Okay. Blistering, what's another way?
3: Little blistering.
1: Well, the yeah. blistering. It looks okay. like you
2: know cheese. That, you know, on a pizza. That's you know the yeah, bubbling up, up yes, and then it yes. just stays bubbled up.
1: Did either of you have any problems with the late frost? I did not. Um, no. Adams did. One of our co-workers in, in Ramona, okay. where the late in the first week of April, he had frost. Roy had it on his tomatoes, but it looks like it may have caused bacterial canker on his apricots and some of his other trees, which is causing Wilton dieback, right?
2: Right, yeah, and it looks like some sap and, oozing and out, right?
1: icky brown sap coming out. Right. All these things we have to contend with just to have a little fresh, clean rainwater. It's just not right. If you would like to call and complain, our number here is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KPRZ and KCBQ. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Garden Talk here on AM 1170 KCBQ and KPRZ. I am David Ross along with Mark Mahadi and George Alman where we have been discussing the sunshine coming in. Have you gentlemen been wearing your sunscreen?
3: No. After all these years you think I'd remember that. I sat out in the backyard yesterday. And, and got, you look marvelous, Mark. No, Just no, marvelous. Sure. I got a little sunburn, I'm not going to lie to you. Well,
1: not in any place I can see it, and we'll, well just yeah. leave it at that.
2: No. <laughs> Fair I, No,'t I I'm not a, I'm not a, a lotion sunscreen kind of guy.
1: I put it on my yeah. areas well, my ears, neck where you know my long hair used to, <laughs> Cover to and protect, c- protect me and it <laughs> doesn't. And I wear a hat. I was wearing a floppy hat yesterday for some extra protection, but I don't like wearing a floppy hat inside, so I have to take it off and put my ball cap on. Because then by that time I have hat hair with what's left. (laughs) Welcome back to Garden Talk. Um, We had a phone call that we took off the air, and somebody wanted to remind people to not spray the same pesticide over and over again because bugs can develop resistance to them. However, the insecticide that we recommend over and over again is
2: horticultural oil. And
3: can't get around that.
2: It's a suffocant. It's not a poison. So unless your insects develop scuba gear and, and closed breathing apparatuses, it'll work. And they're not going to develop a, um immunity, immunity towards Maybe it. Maybe
1: they can evolve some scubas, so. scubas yes. and get around it. But it that that is one of the reasons we... Well, it, it's very effective. Horticultural oil is a very effective insecticide, pesticide. And there isn't a way around it. You don't develop a resistance to it. So uh that is the and reason and it is
2: it is very benign it's safe you can use it and eat the fruit the you know later that day the next morning and be fine it's not going to damage other plants No you
3: wouldn't want to use it on a day like today though would you
2: If it well you know it, it's not going to be I mean it says what they say for us for the 100 degrees now 90 uh, oh, well okay. I mean they use it in the Central Valley Good point. I wouldn't use Good point. It. I would not use it if it's over 90 degrees Okay well and
1: yeah. the trees I was mentioning are looking yeah. they're looking a little stressed they're not right but they're looking it because they haven't had to deal with 90 the degrees heat, yet yeah. but the monterey horticultural oil which is the one that okay we like to recommend the one i use i have sprayed at 100 degrees and not had and an not issue. had any problems very okay. good yeah, i've,
2: I, go. I've used it i've used it uh on a single branch for yeah, uh, for test scale, it out, uh, 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 and when it was uh, about ninety six degrees in in August and it or September rather during Santa Ana and it was fine and it didn't have any problems. Okay. And the, the rep,
1: good. the company says they use it in the Central Valley in the middle of summer when it's a hundred plus degrees and they've had no problems. And okay. as a rule, we recommend if it's going to be above eighty five degrees, you don't spray. But
3: this seems to not seems this has been fine, and so. right, you would probably want to have it watered well
1: before, right? You not do probably, that. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's a so. yes. I always tell people to watered make sure that well the tree is day. well hydrated prior before to spraying. You, it, right?
1: you yeah. never want to spray anything Correct. on a drought stress tree. You don't want to fertilize a drought stress tree. You want to make sure that yeah they're happy and hydrated. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you, Dave. Yes, 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 yes. But the warm weather has brought everybody to the nursery to start their vegetable gardens i did finally get my peppers and tomatoes into the ground and yesterday stocking bedding truck after bedding truck the selection of veggies that we have right now is probably about close to as good as it's going to get
2: it is packed at least in power i'm sure sure it's just packed with with everything you can imagine now, there are some, you know, people come in, do you have some variety, obscure yeah. pepper? But, yeah. but we have tons and tons of different varieties right, of peppers right. from the sweetest to the hottest. And tomato varieties, heirlooms, and and all types of um, unique and your traditionals that people always right. like.
1: You know, with the tomatoes that I just planted, George and I meticulously selected about a month ago. Very good. And they've been sitting in their six-packs on a chair, and I've been watering them every day, but they're growing into each other, and yeah. it, it was cool and moist, and they didn't. I'd have been better off not doing anything until this week and getting right. the fresh green ones and putting them in, but well, as they say, it is what, what it mean? is, and they're in the ground, and they are, they are enjoying the heat. I did water them yeah. last night because I did not want to take yeah, extra chance, time this yeah. morning. To to water them because you
2: were busy getting your Felco cutters to bring into the workshop. (laughs) Thanks for yeah
1: yeah to forget them. Did you plant? How long ago did you plant your maters?
2: Uh, Well, before I went to DC, so three four weeks ago. I mean, about a day or two after we brought them home.
1: Well, that yours probably looked better than mine.
2: All but two. Two of them just declined rapidly, and I don't know if it's a. They were getting water. I don't know if something hit it. Did they
1: get the bacterial spot and the yellow yellow leaves with the black spots?
2: It looks like a tomato hornworm ate them down, but I didn't see any tomato horn. That's oh. what it looks like. Something. That's ate probably him one down. of
1: your bunnies or squirrels.
2: They're in a cage. Don't don't Squir- shake well, your no, no, no. head. How many so,
1: times have I had this caught? Cu- no, 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 I
2: agree with you that potentially squirrels, but um, there there's no there are no rabbits getting into this cage. A squirrel, absolutely.
1: How about a rat?
2: Rats, yes.
1: How about a field mouse?
2: Mice, yes, because I catch them in there regularly with traps. How about your
1: paisano, italiano snailo?
2: We don't have those up. We're in Poway. Oh, they're I in PQ. PQ and in RB area, yeah.
1: Okay. Yep. And you haven't planted anything yet, have no, you, Marky? Not, not a thing. You're out there sunning yourself instead of working well, yeah. in the garden. I'm worried we, we, about
3: me right now.
1: We did kidding.
2: talk uh, yesterday. Capri asked if I was, were I, was I bringing home any more plants, for, you know, to get ready for the weekend. Right. And I said, oh, maybe I'll grab some on Saturday and bring some more stuff home. I do have a lot of seeds that I well, need to get in the ground.
1: And we are at the very beginning of right, yeah. really the squash, the melons. Uh, the the things beans things that you would do from seed right now we're at the beginning of oh, that yeah. season Correct, yeah. the Correct. soil is finally starting to warm up and it's a great time to get out and and, yeah. plant and yet seeds.
2: we have a lot of customer that I customers that I speak with is daily. there still time I, yeah I can't believe I'm so late exactly and, oh, I'm, I'm getting a late start so no, this year like, no you're fine yeah. you're okay yeah. you're okay
1: yeah if yeah. people well the last probably five or ten years people have been able to plant their tomatoes in February and it's been fine because it's been warm and dry through February, March, and April. Well, not this year. Not you plant so them in much. February, they'd yeah. be rotted
3: out and gone, most right. likely. Yeah, some yeah. some people were lucky, and, but yes. still, yeah. As a rule, right? You're right. Absolutely. Okay.
2: So, are you? What do you plant? What's your next planting? What do you? I d-
1: never. I didn't plant a Sun Gold cherry because you selected. Uh, Sweet 100 for <laughs> our funny. community pot, and so this is the first year that Sungold Cherry hasn't been the first one in the ground. And last Saturday, I set aside a six pack, um, and, you and then to I forgot. Them. I yeah. forgot to get it, and yeah. it was just it was crazy busy last no, week. Yes. So maybe imagine. maybe maybe today. And every year, I say I'm going to plant squash and all these things that I have the seeds for, right. but I never I never end up planting them from seeds. And now's a perfect time to do it. So I'll be I doing just that- may.
2: I'll be doing that under the fruit trees again this year.
1: I've been really—you're not allowed to do that. I've saw it on the garden's website. You, should, you shouldn't it. do it that. Works
2: really well. And you just again, water you once. You know what for you're both. doing, right? Well, George doesn't. No, I'm no, saying no, I, I yeah. he knows. I, I water in the beginning. I water frequently, obviously, until they're established. But then they get the—excuse <clears throat> me—they get the same water as the the fruit tree. But there's a thick, thick, thick layer of mulch, and they—that's they good. Thrive. Did you
1: use weed mulch with seed heads in it? <laughs>
2: Actually, no, not in this particular area, but, but I have done that, much like yourself. So, All right.
1: Do we have any garden classes coming up?
2: Okay. Today in San Diego, there are no classes today at, in San Diego. They are tomorrow at 9 o'clock, and that is the felt Goal Felco Tool Maintenance Shop.
1: I gave you another chance to do Poway first gonna, and then now, say okay, tomorrow. And Now I'm going to
2: say, and today in Poway <laughs> at 9.30 is Felco Tools. It's a workshop. Plenty of seats available. Uh, bring your shears in and you can work them.
1: And both stores still have a good supply of roses that are just budding and blooming and are 30% off. Is that correct? correct? That is correct. My roses are blooming yeah, really are, nicely at home right crazy, now. crazy. Yeah. They look big
2: gorgeous. All the bright red foliage or you know dark red yeah. foliage everywhere it looks really nice yeah. gorgeous It's
1: beautiful it's beautiful too gorgeous and beautiful really yeah well coming up next i believe is going to be auto talk i'm not entirely certain but i believe auto oh, talk is coming is. up next and you have been listening to garden talk here on am 1170 kcbq and kprz talk, have a great week and weekend
0: everyone we'll be back next week landscaping with- and horticulture news Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor, send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery.